0: Welcome to it. What's the story? What's the story in the city of Reading? A city with some... Um Uh, distinctions that uh, aren't very flattering, yet has maintained the peace, has avoided any volatile situations like Ferguson, um, doesn't have any glaring race issues that have made national news, or any glaring police issues. Joining me this afternoon, my name is Joe Painter, President of the NAACP, Bill Thompson, and Reading Police Chief, Bill Heim. So we've been looking and exploring what's happening with the police, and uh, the fact that we don't have a SWAT team, we don't have Lots of this um, uh, military-like equipment And haven't needed it And training has been the driving force Training and dialogue, I think, is what I've heard In, in the first two sections have been the driving force um, How are we doing with race relations? Uh, the Hispanic population is larger I think it, in the order is Hispanic, then white, then black, and then Asian um, President of the NAACP, Bill Thompson How are we doing, and who does the NAACP represent?
1: Well, we represent all citizens. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, we're we're a civil rights organization, so we try to champion civil rights causes. Um, When we talk about um, violations of people's civil rights, you know, we want to be in there. We want to be the vanguard. We want to challenge authorities even. To deal with those type of matters, you know, in talking with Police Chief Himes, one of the reasons why we had the community meeting last Thursday was because we hear rumblings in the community. The NAACP will actually that some some police officers don't practice procedural justice. They don't treat. Uh, the citizens with the respect that the citizens would hope for you know and it's one of these things where not everybody is going to acquiesce as soon as a police officer shows up on the scene so things escalate rather than being nullified and that that's troubling is it related to racism that would be a, a tough argument to uh, put out there i got to tell you i don't think that I could substantiate that there's any true racial profiling that exists um, within our police force and I'm happy to say that there's no evidence that I'm aware of that could you know validate that there's any truth to that whatsoever
0: I want to stop on two notes there you said you said a couple of things you said civil rights and I have to tell you when I saw those pictures the national pictures of Mm -hmm. this police force and then the protests the first thing I thought is is this something from the 60s? Or is this now? And how did we get here? I thought we had come a long way. So that's item number one. And item number two, when did the people, the citizens, take responsibility and acknowledge the behavior of an individual that prompted even police showing up on the scene? There was some sort of crime taking place. Um, I feel that in the dialogue, even the national dialogue, there's finger pointing to racism and to police and not to accountability for one's behavior what no matter the color.
1: I, I think a lot of that has to do with a lack of cross cultural awareness.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: I think that's huge and I think there's a lot of training that needs to take place as far as that's concerned.
0: Training how and for whom? Training
1: to recognize that, you know, we're all culturated into a different society. I mean there's 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 separation between the people that live in Y Missing that tend to be more affluent and those that live in the city of Reading. I think rather than focusing on racial issues, I think we need to focus on socioeconomic status because when you think about uh, the— They are tied together. They are tied together. And there's so many layers to all these issues that we deal with. I mean, first of all, it's a very litigious society. and when we talk about the police and wrongdoings and the protection of the police by their own—
0: These same people would be the first to scream. When I say these same people that are saying, look at police brutality, would be the first to scream if police didn't show up to help them. In Abs- a time of need, absolutely it really puts police in a difficult situation,
1: absolutely, sure, and they have to be hyper vigilant, you know w- the question is when they cross the line, what are we doing as a society to address that? What are you we know? doing you know I just anyway, read,
0: when who crosses the line
1: when the police cross the line i mean it, it's already evident that the police i mean the citizenry might be crossing a line from time to time and i want to
0: address that if we can what do we do when the citizenry crosses the line we call the police
1: we call the police there's laws that need to be upheld you know and the the citizenry needs to understand that the police has a job to do in the interest of public safety
0: how do you deal with with when you're being called or your police force is being called upon because the citizen recrossed the line, and then the citizens backlash it to police.
2: It happens all the time. And it's something that um, police need to respond in, in a proper fashion. Um, like Bill said, we need to know what actions we can take and what actions we can. And probably more important than that is, uh, in a sense, we have to really watch the attitudes and the uh messages that we're sending out even even inadvertently you know just to give you example if if exactly right i mean if 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 the police are addressing a a a group of people and and say something like uh you people need to calm down Uh uh-huh well even something that may be perfectly innocent you know the officer is saying that you people the maybe the people that are disorderly need to quiet down if it's a a group of people, Hispanics, That blacks, can be construed. It can be construed as, construed as saying that, that you're talking about Hispanics or, or you black yes. people need to calm down. Yes. So, it, you know, it's important that the way we're perceived is, uh, as best as possible, is deemed as being fair and equal and that we're not singling out a group because of, uh, their race or their ethnicity or anything else but perception perception is is
0: everything how are we doing with that in terms of when you you talk about bill the rumblings in the city and we're getting to the NAACP that you know things aren't right or they don't like this incident or that incident is perception by the citizens addressed as well
1: Absolutely. I, I think we have to recognize that some people have the wrong image of the police, mm-hmm. and they don't really have a strong basis for it. I and mean, if you if we think back to the meeting that took place last Thursday, one of the emphasis was teaching the folks how to go about filing a formal complaint, and it was encouraged, you know, much to the credit and I'm giving Bill a lot of credit here. <laughs> he, uh, hasn't I, <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't paid me a dime. He oh. hasn't paid me a dime. So I'm just I'm just putting that out there. I just have the utmost admiration for the way he approaches his approaches his work. Um, but the citizens need to understand that if an officer does in their perception cross the line there is a formal complaint process to be followed and it is encouraged and these complaints are investigated you know and if it's warranted by, whom? by Kelly Kerr who works in internal affairs and her staff And actually, she was part of the presentation this past Thursday, and she was warmly received. A lot of the people in the audience didn't have any understanding that there was a formal complaint process. So
0: they didn't realize, they being the citizens, didn't necessarily realize they have an official vehicle for a voice. That's correct. That's
1: correct. Um, So rather than talking amongst themselves as citizens... Rumor-mongering
0: and stirring the pot. uh, Exactly. (laughs) Exactly.
1: You know, there are processes to be followed. It's encouraged. So although we have a pretty good police force, there's always room for improvement, and Police Chief Himes and his other administrators are aware of that. So they want the citizenry to be involved. And that's how we establish that common ground, and that's how we can improve upon things um, and create a higher quality of life for everybody that we live amongst.
0: We're going to wrap this up in our next segment, and we are talking about the state of affairs in the city of Reading that has some national distinction and I believe deserves some national distinction for its lack of any volatile incident and an acknowledgement of the work that's taking place behind the scenes ongoing to avoid such a situation. This is What's the Story?